Hello, returning companions! Thank you for joining us for the next and last of the character introductions. Today, I will have Ryan and Ryan join us. They are not the same Ryan. Ryan Adams, Radams for short, will be playing a gnome bard named Doroth Fabe Gromond Kyle. And Ryan Tomlinson will be playing an elven warlock named Felomir. No last name. Thelamir, you're traveling far from the elven lands of Lathansis. You're heading to the Scriptorium of Shadow, a library on the knowledge of Hnet and the element of darkness. You received knowledge of the Scriptorium from your visit to Port City of Gamor in Andrin. From what you have learned, this Scriptorium may hold the knowledge necessary to enter and navigate Mithron, which has been covered in darkness from Hnet's control, which you know is where the Arcane Well lies. You travel alone on the road, um, and you're heading towards, Tempi towards Tempia. Tempia is the capital city of Televastral. You hear a bickering of men up ahead on the path in the bend of the forest. And as you make your way around that bend, you get a better look of what's going on. You see four humans throwing a small drum, like playing keep away, with a little gnome. You listen from afar. <laughs> I get it. I bet you can't catch it. Oh, I haven't played this game since I teased my little sister when I was younger. I forgot how much fun it was. Come on, little gnome. Get your drum back. Doroth, give, give me a dexterity save. Okay. <laughs> I am already a little perturbed. Yeah, Doroth's giving me uh, some mean looks right now. I rolled a 14, Dave. You are unable to jump into the air and of catch the drum. Of course not. So one of the humans says, All right, all right, all right. We've had our fun. Let's get to the point. Here's your drum back. He flings the drum in your way. We've had our fun. Let's get to the point. We know who you are, Groman Kyle. Of course you do. Everyone knows who I am. And we know you just got paid nicely from that spring Quantal Festival in Tempia. How about you give us your gold and we'll head on our way? You will have no gold. As I was not even paid nicely, nicely enough. It's 200 gold for headlining. <laughs> You'll have no gold. Do not make me draw this sword. Please. Uh, the four humans each draw short swords. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look around. All right. You are in the area, Felomir. You see them starting to draw swords on this little gnome. Mm. Is there something you'd like to do from afar before we may have to take to initiative? Okay. Do I see him? No. Okay. I want to use my awakened mind. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's pretty much telepathy. Or tele which I can talk to him. In telepathy. Mind. Yeah. All right. Okay, starting at first level, your alien knowledge gives you the ability to touch the minds of other creatures. You can tele telepathically speak to any creature you can see within 30 feet of you. I don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand me, but it must be able to understand at least one language. Okay, so yeah, I would say that's just one creature. Okay. Who are you targeting? Uh, I guess the one that was talking. Okay, so you're targeting one of the humans. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach slowly. So you're, you're coming around the bend in full vision. Yes. Okay. I'm just walking 
casually up to him. What's your passive perception, Dorth? 13. 13? Okay, yeah, you actually are kind of like looking around and trying to figure out what you do, what you're trying to, like, what your, what your issue is right now and the, all the things going on around you. And as you're scanning the area, you actually see a elf walk around the bend. Um, you, a elf with, with the very large ears. Man, your ears are like 40% of your face. And anyway, help, I need your help. I'm not saying anything to him and instead using my awakened mind. On the human. On the human. Okay. Uh, what are you saying to the human? I don't think this is a wise thing you're doing here. He, the, you see the human turn towards the elf as well, and he looks right at you. Hey, what are you doing? What do you mean? Hey, just just get on out of here, elf. We, this, is, this is none of your business. And then with my awakened mind, I'm going to say to him, I think you're the one who's seen that he, uh, you can see him start to tremble a little bit with the hand, like the sword in his hand. Is there a problem here, Gnome? What? Yes, there's a huge problem. But he steadies his hand and uh, kind of turn, like points the sword back at the gnome, but still staring at you, Alf. And he says, "Look, this this is this is none of your business, and we're taking this gold and your gold." And I want initiatives. Wow. Already. Thugs. Nine. Eighteen. Alright. Doroth, you're up first. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is a vicious mockery. I, for, I wanted to see what they looked like okay. first. Um, like, they're very dirty humans. Okay. I mean, they're, they're basically your typical rugged bandit, except they're not very well armed. They have these rusty short swords. Um... They have like some really crude leather armor on. Uh, a lot of it, like a lot of it's missing in patches and like fading away in areas where it's like decayed over time. So obviously they aren't very well off. Um, they got scruffy beards, and I mean you can smell the scent of shit all over them, basically. Okay. You smell like dung. You smell like dung. That's my vicious mockery. All right. <laughs> And so you're targeting the main one that's been talking? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is... Uh, 1d4. I think... Does he have a save, or does he... Uh, yeah, he heard me right? Not sure. He, he heard he me. Has a wisdom right? He has a wisdom saving throw. Okay, so your spell DC at the top. Um, 12. He fails. So he takes 1d4 damage. It's 3. 3? All right. Yo, don't don't say things like that to me. You smell like dung. You smell like dung. You smell like dung. <laughs> you can see like the veins in his forehead start to like swell up, and um, he just falls to his knees, and he's just like stand like staying on his knees, and he's not moving at this point. So that's what that does. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. All three of them try attack you first, Dorth, with their short swords. What's your AC? Fifteen. Uh, only two, or I'm sorry, only one of them hits, and it's for three damage. All right. Remember, you're level ones now. Yeah, I'm looking at my health like <laughs> yeah. I don't have much more than three. So. <laughs> that can't happen again. And then, Felomir, you're up next. All right, I am going to use an Eldritch Blast. Okay. I mean, the other three haven't really said anything or done anything. They're just 
attacking Dorth at this point. None of them seem unique, really, in any way. We'll go with the one that, that got, got mockerized. Okay. Alright. So that's going to be plus my spell attack bonus, right? D20 plus... Yeah, D20 plus your spell attack bonus. Ooh, that is a 23. That's definitely a hit. Cool. Five damage. Five damage. All right, you blast him with an Eldritch Blast, like, right into, like, the like his right shoulder, basically. And he spins around and, like, loses, like, he releases his head and ears, basically, and just kind of, like, flies into the air for, like, a brief, like, half a foot off the ground and does, like, this, like, barrel roll spin sideways, then, like, pounds into the ground and dust kicks up. And the other three just look at you, and then they just start to run. I just stand there. You were knocked unconscious. <laughs> have I ever seen? Have I ever seen anything like that? Not to that extent. Not to that power. But you, as you say, you were knocked unconscious. Then you go over and like kind of stand over him yes. and yell over him, like kind of like a football player after they just tackle somebody. Yeah, exactly. You actually notice he's not breathing. You were knocked unconscious. You were killed. Yeah, I'm just gonna look up at. at at Faramir? Felomir. Felomir? Did you kill this man? It appears so. Amazing! Show me! <laughs> Do it again! I... No, that's not some sort of parlor trick. What, well... What do these men want from you? Obviously, you can see I'm a man of, of, of great importance that dangerous men will come after I need these skills. I wouldn't call them dangerous. They were formidable. <laughs> Maybe not dangerous. But the point is, you vanquished them with magic. Teach me. Oh, this isn't something you can be taught. It was a gift. I will... I will sing you a song. I can't teach you, nonetheless. <sighs> I, did not, I did not learn these things. Never mind. What is your name, commoner? Felomir, and yours? You know my name. I'm afraid I don't. Of course, everyone knows my name. Not everyone, apparently. <laughs> you are? You must be from beneath yon rock. I will tell you my name. <clears throat> so you wish to know my name. You'll get to verse, as that is my game. Doeth Thabe Grummond Kyle. No, Miss Fellow, with a bardic style. Applause. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Well, your name was what? You, you can call me Dorith. Dorith. Okay, I can work with that. Well, a pleasure to meet you, Dorith. What are you doing in this area? I'm doing what I do. Entertaining the masses. Getting my name out there. But uh, yeah. I look around. How many, are there, is there anyone around here? <laughs> You're currently on just basically an abandoned, like, path that, and it's not abandoned, it's very well trotted, it's just, it's not very well kept. Uh -huh. um, it's about 10 feet wide of a path, but it's not very tall, so like you can't see carriages really going through it. Um, this was the only path you could find into the forest from north of the forest of Tempia. So, um, you know that in the forest north of Tempia is the scriptorium, which is what you're looking for. Masses, you say? Uh, they were, aren't here now, but they were. What, what are you doing? 
Well, I'm looking for uh, the Scriptorium of Shadow. The what? Scriptorium of Shadow. Have I ever heard of that? Actually, yes. You know exactly what where the Scriptorium is. It has been a while since you've been there, Doroth, because um, you visited a while back, because really you just visit everywhere. You go from every Lord's Keep to every town, every village, just kind of playing for people, learning tales, just having the knowledge of story and song is what you're really into. So a scriptorium sounds like a great place to learn about tales of so valor and heroics. So I've been there more than once. No, you've only been there once. Okay. Um, because whenever <laughs> you, because when you were there, um, oh god, it kind of creeped you out because it's the scriptorium of shadow, darkness, oh. and all the people inside don't see the light of day, so they're kind of weird. I've heard of this place. Oh, you have. Is it close? Is it close? Actually, yeah, you're very close to it. We are very close. I, I, I guess I owe you for your heroics just now. Would be mighty kind if you, uh, if you would escort me there, or at least point me in the right direction. I, I can do those things, but I will not enter. You will not enter? They are super weird. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to help myself. Help yourself? I, um, I, I love to insult. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It works in my favor. It's part of my charm. I just won't be going inside. Okay, well, that's that's fine, as long as you can show me where it is. This way. So he actually turns around from the direction he was walking, assuming he was walking away from, or walking the direction you were coming from, mm-hmm. um, and but it's in the direction you were walking, Felomir. And so he leads you down the path more, and then eventually, off to the left, there is a small, like, two-foot path that kind of goes, like, through, like, tree roots and up a hill. And up the, like, at the top of the hill, you can actually see the roof of like a marble, like a marble roof of a building. Uh, it looks very temple-like. Um, and he actually, uh, Doris just starts to go straight up it. And so you follow. And as the scriptorium comes into view, you see this marble temple-like building that stands three stories, three stories tall. And the architecture of the building is very symmetrical, but at the same time it's abstract. It's got little offsets of buildings on left and right side, but they all seem to be mimicked on both left and right side. And the forest grows closely to the building with vines reaching up the columns of the, like, of the building and branches of trees actually reaching inside of the building through the windowless windows. Uh, painless windows. The painless yes. windows, yes. It does not appear that the scriptorium, though, receives a lot of visitors because this path that leads up the hill is very soft, and it's not very like worn down and like dry. It's still very wet from like rain, and it just doesn't seem to be very well, very used, used very often. There's not a lot of activity outside of the building either. Um, the front entrance also seems to be the only entrance from your viewpoint. Uh, the front doors are double doors that are about 15 feet high and are decorated and strengthened with iron bindings. Um, iron rings act as handles to pull open the doors. And 
So you walk up the stairs, which is about 10 stairs to get up to the top, uh, to the doorway, and you're at the doors. And this is as far as I'm going, so appreciate the help back there, but uh, you're on your own. Bye! <laughs> uh, good, thanks. And I'm going to start walking off slowly. You didn't want to uh, request my help? You said you weren't going in. Well, of course not, but I... Just... You were good company. I just thought maybe you wanted to hang out. Well, let me take care of my business in here. Oh, since, but of course. Since but, you won't be joining me. But, but of course, but of course. Where, where are you headed next? I haven't figured that out yet. I'm a wanderer, you see. A vagabond. A vagabond. You say it like it's a bad thing. I'm wandering myself. See? I mean, maybe with a more specific purpose, but I'm still wandering. Excuse me? You're excused. <laughs> uh, my purpose is very important, fellow mirror. Fellow mid. <laughs> fellow mirror. What kind of name is that? What purpose is that again? I entertain the masses. <clears throat> I look around again. The masses! <laughs> okay, and what... I, I, look, I'll be back, okay? I need to, I need to deal with these people. You're going to leave me out here by myself. Well, they, you're the one that doesn't want to come in. <laughs> I, I wanted you to beg. Fine, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I want to feel wanted, okay? <laughs> that seems like a job for the masses. As you can see, they're not here. I can clearly see that, yes. Shut up. <laughs> let's, let's, I turn around and open the door. Let's go do your um, thing. <laughs> you, go to, you go to pull on the uh, ring handle, and it you pull on it, but it doesn't seem to budge. So you've, you, you've been here. How did you get in last time? Remember knocking... You you pound on the door heavily, and you hear the echo of a knock inside, like as it kind of just echoes throughout the whole building. You can actually hear it like come out the windows, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but quickly after you knock, you hear like the pitter patter of footsteps approach the door. The left door opens up, and you see a pale teenage face of a human boy peer from the dark inside. Finally, a food lip. Oh, who are you? Well, I am Felomir. Felomir? Yes. Well, the... we're not expecting you. Well, no, I didn't make an appointment or anything, but yes, I'm, I'm here to, to get some knowledge on... Well, everyone's here for knowledge. Knowledge is key. That is very true. I'm here for some specific knowledge. What kind of knowledge? Well, I'm, I'm here for information on the Arcane Well. Treasure hunter looking to go into the area of Mithron and hunt for treasure, we see, huh? We get a lot of people that try to go there for treasure. We're not very fond of those people. I'm not going for treasure. I'm looking for the arcane well. Give me a uh, persuasion check. Seven. Well, I'm not going to let you inside completely. So I'm going to let you inside this foyer here, and I'll go get the high scribe. The high scribe will talk to you. What? Before you leave, young man, one more thing. Might I 
just bring to your attention that you have the highest, most grating, annoying voice I've ever heard in my life. Oh, well, thanks, I guess. Well, come on in. And he pulls the door open a little bit further, uh, allows you inside. He didn't even ask to hear a song. You are one of the strangest people I've ever met. Your mother. <laughs> I walk inside. <laughs> As you enter the scriptorium, the small amount of light that is provided from outside when the doors open shows you a brief look at a small room with three desks in the room. You see someone was sitting at one of the desks, but you only get a quick look at the person before the door is closed behind you by the person by the person who answered the door. There are no candle lights or torch lights. Um, and so I believe both of you have dark vision? We, we do both have dark vision. So the boy that answered the door speaks up and says, Wait here, I'll go get Dela to come speak to you. Very well. Uh, the little teenager uh, leaves the room pretty quickly and you look around and with your dark vision and you see this other teenager sitting at a desk. He doesn't even like look up at you guys. Well, I suggest you hurry. This place gives me the creeps. Well, we're waiting right now. What do you, what do you mean hurry? I don't like being in here. It's not that bad. It's at gonna... least we can see, yes. Sort of. I'm just gonna like Staying there, like, trying to be, like, basically, well, I'm very small, but as small as possible, just, like, cowering a little bit. Um, after waiting for uh, probably a couple of minutes, you see uh, an elder elderly human lady enter the room, and at the far door, she approaches walking with a cane. And when she gets close to you, she stops, puts her cane under her arm, laces her fingers between her two hands, and bows her head and says, We are but shadows. I am Dor- Never mind. I'll bow. Your name? My name is Dela, and I am the high scribe of this scriptorium. Pleasure, Dela. I'm Felomir. Now the boy tells me that you are here for knowledge of the arcane well in Mithron. Yes, I wish to seek it out. We are very worried about giving this kind of information. Why is that? Well, we've, there's been many treasure hunters that have tried to enter. See, Mithron is an area that we value as kind of a holy ground to us, as Hanet, that is Hanet's home. And we are followers of Hanet and the Shadow. The darkness lives within us all, though you may not know it. And she kind of looks right at you, Doroth. <laughs> Like, kind of sensing your unease. Yeah, and I'm just gonna, like, like, lean back, like, excuse me? I'm not saying anything, though. But I'll tell you this. I will let you read through the scriptorium where you wish. There are many documents you can read. Wonderful. But I will not tell you the secret to getting into Mithran myself. Though I will say that within our library, the key is there. How big is this library? I will show you. 
She uh, heads back to the door. She puts, she brings her cane back down to the ground and starts to walk towards the door that she came in on. Um, and she opens it up, and you just see about like you're. You notice from the outside it was a three-story building, but as you walk out of this door, it's a balcony, and you can see that it goes into the depth of this hill, and you can see that it's probably about seven stories worth of shelving and areas of that's just holding scrolls and books and parchments and there's a ton of scribes just quietly writing and walking around and looking through things seems like you have your work cut out for you fellow feel free to continue to look through i will ha i will give you no clues of where to start Look, Dela, I would love to stay here and read through all of these lovely books, but this this could take years. I don't I don't have that sort of time. There must be s something you could tell me. Give me a persuasion check. Oh, six. Okay, I don't want you here as much as you probably don't want to be here. Go on. So, the book you seek is on the fourth floor below us. If you head down there, it's on the east wall. I thank you. And she turns and starts to walk. I do the same. Uh, you start to kind of tour the library a little bit more. Um, and you find stairs that lead down to the floor right below you, which is the fourth floor. And give me a investigation check. Ooh, 21. All right. So as you start to skim through books and scrolls, it almost seems like luck is on your side. Hmm. As you pull this scroll and open it up and you see a draft of a shard, like a gem shard, and it's actually written in Dwarven. Okay. I cannot read Dwarven. Well, this looks interesting. I think. I can't read it. And I'm like going to tilt my head up with a short ass. Look, oh, oh, may, sorry. may I see? Bring it down to his level. This is... Can I tell that it's Elven? Dwarven. Dwarven. Okay. This is Dwarven language. Can you read this? I cannot. Can you? I can try. Do you want me to read this? Yes, I want you to read it. Ask me. I'll use my awakened mind. <laughs> Please read it. What have you done? You said ask. Are you? Are you in my mind? I'm right here in front of you. Of course, but you, you did a thing. Will you, will you read it or not? Not with that attitude. Look, wave your fancy wands and magic and all that around. You need me to read this book, and I won't do it until I feel appreciated. Doroth, could you please read this for me, please? I have three more names than that. Fine, I'll read the book. Just take it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use a comprehend language. It says the key 
of Kilnar. It says, the key of Kilnar. And at the bottom there is like a paragraph uh, kind of describing what it is. It's kind of archaic. Didn't write exactly what it says, but the gist of what it says is that this is the only way to get into Mithron in its current state. It seems as though this key is the only way to enter Mithron in its current state. Is this what you seek? I think it is. You're welcome. And give him the book back. Thank you. So this is, this is just a scroll. That's like lit. It's just a picture of it. Key of Kilnar and then like some, some writing at the bottom. Correct. Okay. Um, is there anyone around us? Oh yeah, there's tons of scribes all over the place. I'm just going to walk up to the nearest one. Ex- excuse me. Huh? Yes? Are we allowed to take things from this scriptorium? No. No. Definitely not. This is, this is our library. I'll return them. No. What, what do you need? I would like to take this scroll with me. What, what do you need to take it with you? Just memorize it. Can't you hold the knowledge yourself? Don't, don't insult me. It's not an insult, it's just you're in a library. Only people that seek knowledge and hold knowledge come to a library. Sounds like an insult to me. Fine, thank you. Do do you need help with something? I don't need any assistance. Do you need help, fellow? What is the scroll you wish to take? What does it say? The the key of Kilnar. Oh, I know of the key of Kilnar. What of it? Well, you're not going to get one, I can tell you that. Explain, please. Well, the key of Kilnar was lost with the temple of Hnet in Dulwood. Dulwood, you say? Well, yes, Dulwood. And where is this this Dulwood located? You must not be from here. That's that's the forest to the north. So close, then. It's in Televastral, yes. But, I mean, it's, it was lost about a year ago. We haven't heard from the clerics and the priests from there in a while. Has anyone been to investigate? Yes. And this is a, this is, you said temple, yes? Yes, this is the temple of Hanet. And it is missing. Gone, yes. It, it just simply vanished. Hmm. And this is the only known location of this key? Oh, there's multiple keys. They were all held in the temple of Hanet. Any that were taken away, I, I don't know where they would be. Hmm. Looks like your journey is uh, come to an end. Far from it. What do you mean? The keys are lost. You can do nothing without a key. We can find the keys. The lost keys? Yes, that's what you do with things that are lost. You find them. Don't insult me. I sling the insults. I'm much better at it. I wouldn't... Look, whatever. I'm going to look for this key. You said Dulwood, yes? Dulwood, yes. Well, I thank you for the knowledge you've given me. Do you have any knowledge to share? Yes. Random knowledge check? (laughs) This is all you, man. I don't know. I don't know the history. I have a song to share. A a song? I I haven't heard a song since I was a boy. Well, you're in luck, young man. 
<clears throat> Young man. How old is this guy? Yeah, all the scribes, as you start to like pound on your drum a little bit um, in the area, like all start to turn towards you. Most of them aren't into it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's not any of my concern. You ain't got no sunlight. You probably can't win the fight. This place gives me the creeps. I don't, my creative juices can't flow in here. There's no light. Thank you. Thank you. Clap. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to... My drum is hollow at the bottom, right? I'm just going to turn it over and start passing it to be like... <laughs> yes, and, and now now is the part where you give me your change or whatever you well, have. Well, I don't have any gold. I'm just going to put my drum away and turn away. It's the waste. But, well, I guess I'll, you know, warn you. I, I mean, if you're seeking the key of Kilnar, then that means... You go to Mithron. Correct. Why would you want to go there? I'd seek the arcane well. But what about all the mutations? The what? Mutations. Well, yeah, I mean, like how the darkness has made us pale in this scriptorium. Imagine what divine darkness does to the people that live there in Mithron. I guess there's only one way to find out. Well, he's told you. You you found out. There's no more to know. There's a reason people don't go there. Is this reason that you go there worth your life? Absolutely not. We will not go there. It is, yes. What? If it comes down to it. The mutations! You say there are people there. Well, we assume that something is inside. Something. No one ever comes back, though. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. It's worth a shot. Well, is it? Yes. He laces his fingers and stands up from his from his chair and stands in front of you, bows and says, "Safe journey, and we are but shadows." Sure. I bow and walk away. He sits back down. Starts well, to write again. I believe I found what I was looking for. Your death, certain death. Even worse? Death is not certain. Well, you, it is certain that you'll spend the rest of your life with a mutation. We'll see. So yeah, that we will. I've had, a, I've had a fulfilling life. Really? You look young. You've barely lived. Oh, I have lived much longer than you can even imagine. Try me. I've lived 45 years. I bet I don't even look a day over 20. I believe I'm coming up on 751. Years? Something like that, yes, years. Wow. Are you not familiar with Lathansis? I've heard of it. All who, all who live there are mortal, as long as they stay in Lathansis. Hmm. And you found yourself outside of it. I did, to search for this arcane well. So it is worth your life. I mean, you must be familiar with the arcane well. I've seen you cast magic. I have tricks. You know it takes its toll. It's fine. I can handle it. Well, if we find this arcane well, you won't have to handle it. Do I know about the arcane well? Not specifically, but as he says, like, it takes its toll. He's talking about the life force thing. Okay, yeah. Where, like, every time he casts a spell, it drains your HP. Yes, I'm familiar with the feeling. Well, this is all because of the arcane well. 
curious. If we find it, we can put an end to it. For all who cast magic. Really? Possibly. I will go with you. You will. If if you'll have me. I mean if you if you so choose. So we can be like a like a team. That's one word for it. I've never been part of a band before. I I'm afraid I don't play any instruments. <laughs> That's a figure of speech. You know what I mean. Well, off! We're now adventurers! <laughs> I, th- I think we need to check out this, this, this Temple of Hanet first in Dulwood. Oh. I... Let's find one of these keys. Have you been to Dulwood? I've been in the area. I've explored, but never within. I don't, I don't frequent those lands. Well, if you're traveling with me, that's where we go. I figured. Um, I'm sure there's much knowledge to be gained. Many s- stories and songs and whatnot. Okay. Let's go. Hopefully there's no darkness and mutations and never escaping with your lifeness. We'll see. We will. I guess I'll just like put the, the scroll back in its place. Yeah. Okay. We'll head out. So the two of you exit the scriptorium and head back onto the path. You head north, the direction you came from, Velomir, to search for the Lost Temple of Darkness. All right. I know I said I wouldn't be doing much after the episode's end, but for the sake of character introductions and introducing us, I feel like I should let you know about the guy playing Dorith. Ryan has actually been involved in the internet world producing content for over a year now. He has a Twitch channel. You can find him at www.twitch.tv slash rontruthmexico. That's rontruthmexico. R-O-N-D-R-U-T-H-M-E-X-I-C-O. To me, his Twitch channel is all about hanging out with him in his chat. He's excellent at having conversations while playing a game. I like watching his Twitch channel because he seldom plays the same game over and over again. He's constantly trying out new games and showing the content. So for me, watching his Twitch channel is nice because I don't get the time to sit and play the game itself. Nor can I really afford playing all the games. He's a real good time. We should call him Real Good Time Ryan. Well, that sounds like he would need his own hotline though so let's not do that actually another thing we will be introducing in the next episodes are shout outs to your friends and family in the form of haikus so if you want to submit a haiku to be read out to your friends and family hop on over to our reddit slash r slash four orbs there's no space in that there will be a monthly thread where we will choose a couple of the best haikus you can submit your haiku style shout outs for free to your friends and family throughout the whole month this is all to say we do not pay for advertising so we need you to tell your friends and family to come listen to the episodes to hear their shoutouts. Also want to throw out a thanks to our patrons on our Patreon account. It's amazing to see the positive feedback we are getting for this production. It has taken a lot of time to get ready and moving, but it's finally happening, and we are so excited to share this all with you. You can actually get involved with our patron if you'd like. Go over to our website, www.4orbs.org, and go to the donate page. There's a link to our Patreon account on that page. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit, which all have links on our website still. www.forobs.org. All at the bottom of the pages are all the links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. 
And if you just want to come and give us some feedback or just say hello, feel free to. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're liking the content, drop an iTunes review for us. It has felt so good to read some of those reviews and hear about how much you guys are enjoying it. Next week, though, we have our first episode with all six of us together. I'm already editing it, and it's a good one. So stay tuned and get ready for the adventure to start moving. Hope you don't need new boots already.